Hello and welcome to A Sense of Centerville in Washington Township, your place for stories about ordinary and extraordinary residents and places in the Centerville and Washington Township area. I'm Susan from Centerville, Washington History, and I look forward to hearing your story. Today, my guest is Wayne Markworth. Wayne Markworth was director of bands at Centerville High School for 35 years. He developed the marching band, known nationally as the Centerville Jazz Band, into a unique and entertaining ensemble that performed in all jazz format on the field. In 1992, they were the Grand National Champions. In 2000, he received the Centerville Education Foundation Teacher of the Year Award, and in 2005, he was selected as Grand Marshal of Centerville Americana Parade. He was inducted into the Bands of America Hall of Fame in 2007. Wayne is an active clinician, adjudicator, arranger, and trumpet performer, and president of the music and consulting business Shadow Lake Music. He is currently adjunct faculty at Wright State University and is the author of The Dynamic Marching Band, a textbook on marching band techniques. Welcome, Wayne. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, I'm so excited. You... Um, you're quite famous in the, the marching band world, so I appreciate that you took the time to be here today. So where I want to begin is the beginning. Tell us how you came to Centerville. A long time ago, I graduated from college, uh, Indiana University, in 1969. I grew up in the Chicago area, and when I graduated at that time, there weren't a whole lot of teaching jobs available, and so there were a couple in this area, and the first year I taught was at a Middletown Madison High School right outside of Middletown, and I was there for one year, and then I saw the opportunity and was fortunate to get the job at Centerville, so I started in the fall of 70. Wonderful. All right. First of all, how did you become involved in music when you were in Chicago? What were the influences that, that kind of led you in that direction? Well, I, I started playing trumpet probably in fifth grade. I uh, went to a very small elementary school, and sometimes they had a band, and sometimes they did not. But uh, my parents had connections with a high school band director, so they encouraged me to at least stick it out and give it a try. And once I tried high school band, I just loved everything about it. So uh, probably halfway through my high school career, I thought this would be a really great profession for me to go into. So did you do marching band there as well? I, I did marching band in high school, although it was uh, pretty rudimentary and basic compared to what's going on today. For sure. That it, yeah, my marching band was nothing like the show marching right. band, which, mm-hmm. is, which is what's so fun for the, for the young people that are involved in the Centerville High School Band. How about music arranging? How did that evolve? I, I actually was fortunate enough to uh, have three years of theory which included arranging when I was in high school. So I was encouraged to start writing then, and I wrote a little bit then. I I played in some little small dance bands and did some arranging when I was in high school. And then I just kind of continued and kept that going through college. And then when I started teaching, uh, it was a great opportunity to continue my arranging because it was something I really enjoyed, but it also gave the students a chance to play some real current music that wasn't available otherwise. So it was out of uh, 
then you then they could take music that was familiar to them and then make it into marching band kind of style. Right, and yeah. back back in those uh, early years, there wasn't a whole lot of popular or, or jazz music uh, published for marching bands. So uh, we kind of gravitated towards that, and it was kind of unique at that time. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, found a need and then filled it. How did the March, the Centerville Band, become the Centerville Jazz Band? Take us through that process. Okay, that's kind of an interesting story. When I, when I started at Centerville, there were 48 in the band. And uh, in the fall, it was the marching band. Uh, when Just for comparison, so it's 48. Now it's closer mm-hmm. to a 200. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, after marching band season or football season, I say marching band season, uh, it, the same group would become the concert band, and uh, players out of that would uh, uh, play in basketball, pep, and, and so forth. So uh, we didn't really compete for several years. I think 73 or 74, we started competing, and, and the, the band also grew real fast. I think it went from 48 to 64 to uh, around 80, and probably within six years or so, we were about 125 and then it gradually grew to uh, around 200 when I, when I was there. I retired in uh, 2005. So when I was there, most of the time, it, once we reached those numbers, it kind of went from 190 to 210. So uh, we started competing a little bit just on the, on the local level. And 1984, um, a lot of the bands were kind of taking on a trademark or, or a style that was all their own. Some of the bands did a different Broadway show every year. Some bands did classical music, but no bands were really doing jazz of any sort. So uh, we had started that actually before 1984. And, um, and in fact, uh, the band marched in the Macy's Parade in 1982. And then the, the current band went back there in 2022, is that right? 21. 21. So a few years later. But um, uh, so prior to uh, that time, we started doing one uh, jazz kind of tune or jazz rock kind of tune because the students were really into it. We had several jazz ensembles at the time. And and I recall that when we were in the uh, Macy's parade, we performed a Duke Ellington tune, uh, Take the A Train, very well known. So we kind of decided as the band's Various bands were getting a trademark that might be a good niche for us to go all jazz. So we just took a big leap and uh, uh, decided to call ourselves the Centerville Jazz Band, just like that, and it and it stuck. And uh, that same year we uh, got new uniforms, and the same year we started uh, attending uh, the various uh, bands of America regionals and grand nationals. Yes, and it's still, the band really does have a, a following beyond Centerville. Um, there's a lot of people that love the sound of the Centerville Jazz Band and the whole idea of um, it being focused on jazz. And, and, and we kind of went through, there's all kinds of jazz, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's uh kind of old big band swing jazz, there's uh, jazz rock, jazz rock fusion, there's a lot of straight-ahead rock has jazz influences. So we kind of went through uh, a big band era for about eight years, and then we did jazz rock and for groups, uh, 
people that might recognize some of these names. We played some Maynard Ferguson music, uh, some Chick Corea music, and lots of uh, jazz, jazz rock composers at, at that time. So we just kept evolving. And still evolving, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, you've got to evolve. So while reading one of your biographies, and there's many um, online uh, uh, things about you, um, but you named famous <clears throat> teachers and mentors um, that, <clears throat> that were inf influential in your life. So why is it important to have good teachers and mentors, do you think? Well, a lot of this business, um, the music business, music teaching business, like a lot of other teaching fields, um, you can only teach so much in a college classroom. And a lot of it has to be learned by being part of an organization, part of a music ensemble, and then seeing what's successful from your teachers, your directors. And then your style kind of becomes a combination of good things you saw there and like there, and maybe a different band director, you learn some tricks uh, from them, uh, different teachers along the way. So you, your style, your teaching style becomes a conglomeration of all those different things, and it continues to evolve. How about who are the influential people in your, in your life as far as your musical influences? Probably all the band directors I had, even in high school. Uh, Robert Kite was the high school band director, Jared Spears who's also a composer and I studied arranging with, was the assistant director. Uh, in college, I studied with uh, Fred Ebbs as a band director, uh, John Painter as a band director, uh, famous jazz uh, musician and educator at Indiana was David Baker. Studied with him and learned a lot from all those people and uh, little bits and pieces probably became a big part of my own teaching. Yeah, and you're, you're still uh, very involved in teaching, even to, today. Um, 35 years in Centerville, at Centerville High School, and then, since then, so many other things. To talk about that a little bit, um, a very active retirement. Uh, so what are the things that you have enjoyed or been involved with since retiring? I always say retirement in quotation marks. Uh, because music kind of gets in your blood and you can't all of a sudden stop. Uh, the first year I was retired, uh, Wright State University uh, Music Department asked me to teach a class in marching band techniques. And so I, I started that in 2006 and have been teaching that ever since, uh, first semester. And it's a class for uh, juniors who are planning on being band directors to learn all the techniques about marching band. And then about five or six years ago, we added a portion uh, of that as uh, jazz pedagogy or jazz education, how to teach jazz ensemble, uh, how to teach jazz style music. So that, that's been very enjoyable. Um, and you, you mentioned the book that I wrote. When I started teaching, there, there weren't very many textbooks uh, to use for that class. And I researched all of them and found one. The newest one was 25 years old. So uh, like, like every band director, I had uh, file cabinets and computers full of notes and papers that I used in my teaching. So I just, when I started teaching, I used a little bit of that book and then started uh, doing a lot of rewording and handing out lots and lots of papers. And by the end of the class, they had a notebook full of uh, materials that I had pieced together, used in my high school teaching, abridged it, uh, adapted it rather to make it work for a college 
class. And I decided that this is a very difficult way to do this. It'd be better if I just put all these materials into a book. So I, I spent the next year uh, putting a book together, and it's uh, currently used really across the country because there still aren't very many marching band methods books out there. And I, uh, it's now an ebook, so I can uh, um, make changes to that at any time, and it's updated. And so it's been a real enjoyable process and something something a little different that I didn't do in my high school teaching career. So as you've had, so it doesn't sound like you had much of a retirement because. You retired in 2005, and then 2006, your adjunct professor. <laughs> true, but, but it's a little different being a high school band director going That's from true. 8 in the morning till <laughs> 5 in the afternoon or 8 at night or 10 and doing all the marching band competitions on the weekends and so forth. Uh, so it's just a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class. But, uh, but I did continue. Uh, along that time, I got very involved in uh, uh, judging marching band contests, and uh, some of the falls I was out almost every weekend. Uh, and for a while, uh, for about six or seven years, I judged some of the Bands America regionals all over the country, and that was that was really enjoyable. So I kind of kept my hands uh, involved and my brain involved in what was current in marching band, uh, and I could relate that to the college students I was teaching. So that gave you uh, real-world experience and to, to help them in teaching. So are, sure. are, the, are the people in your classes, they're going to be band directors and specifically including marching band as that, well? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Wow. How, how interesting. <clears throat> it's, it's just not, a, not something, um, you, you know, you have to have some kind <clears throat> of training. I guess right. you just went by, you didn't have classes in marching band when you went to school, so you just kind of learned it on your own, I assume? Well, a music education major who's going to be a band director will study their main instrument. They'll play in bands and orchestras and jazz ensembles, perhaps. Uh, they'll take music theory classes, and they'll, they'll learn how to play a little bit all of the instruments at a beginning level so they can go out and teach all the instruments, at least at the beginning level. And then they have some methods classes, this, this being one of them. They'll also have a concert band methods class where they talk about that aspect, uh, probably a beginning band methods class and so forth. Um, but when I was in college, it was just a, a band methods class. So I think we spent two weeks talking about marching band. So I just dabbled at it. And then you had to learn learn as you go. Yes, yes, in the fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and you figured it out. And, and it's it's been uh, fun to reap the rewards of, of how that has changed over time. <clears throat> Okay, so getting back into um, places in Centerville and Washington Township that hold special meeting um, or memories for you, what are some of those places? Well, I, uh, over the over the weekend, I, I was at a, a conference of uh, WGI. Uh, what, what does WGI stand for? Uh, WGI is Winter Guard International, okay. and they sponsor uh, color indoor winter color guard competitions, and they have a percussion division. And uh, seven years ago, they started a winds division, which is basically mini marching band in a gym. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'm the director of that division. So that, that's been another aspect that I've really enjoyed. But we had a, a meeting uh, over the weekend, and somebody asked me, uh, how, how were you able to stay at the same high school for 35 years? That's kind of unusual. And I said two words, 
Bill's Donuts. <laughs> so that's definitely one of my favorite places. Um, other place I love is Stubbs Park and all the concerts we have in the in the summer. Uh, and uh, coincidentally, three years ago, we downsized and moved to a condo 100 yards away from Stubbs Park. So it's really easy Did to you? walk over there and check out the concerts and the different activities. And, and there are just so many opportunities, uh, good restaurants, and uh, just fun places to be in, in all of Centerville. So it's a great, been a great mix for me. Yeah, what, is, what are some things you wish you had time to do, but you don't? No, that's a good question, because <laughs> I do have time. <laughs> I mean, I do lots of things, but uh, there are a couple things here, a couple things the next day, and uh, so forth. I wish I had more time to read, but I just should make more time to read. And every you time have the time, you just, just don't right. choose to. <clears throat> every time I sit down and start doing a book, reading a book, I, I really enjoy it. And so why don't I do this more often? Do you still play trumpet a lot? I do play trumpet. I play trumpet and cornet, which is... A, slightly different than a, than a trumpet. Uh, I play in the Ohio Valley British Brass Band, which is, uh, as it says, an all brass band. And I'm the assistant conductor of that. We rehearse at Wright State University uh, one night a week during the school year. And in fact, we have our last concert of the season tonight. So oh my goodness. <laughs> I have to pack up and go to that. I also play trumpet in the Springboro Wind Symphony, which is a relatively new group, three or four years old. Uh, conducted by Josh Baker, who used to be the assistant director at mm-hmm. Centerville. He's a principal now in Beaver Creek. Um, me and my wife both play in that, and it's very enjoyable. Very high level, lots of uh, very talented musicians in that group. Yeah, I went last year to listen to it, and it oh, was, maybe it was two years ago. <clears throat> I, I don't mm-hmm. remember. What does your wife play? She plays flute. Her name's Tammy. Is, did you meet in, in band? Uh, n- uh, through the band activity, yes, but... Not specifically. And not specifically. So mm-hmm. is she very involved in, in music as well? Uh, she's a piano player as well. She's retired from uh, teaching. She taught English for about 10 years uh, in Kettering. And following that, she taught private flute lessons um, at Centerville, at the high school, at the middle schools for about 10 years also. Okay. All right. Well, that's exciting that you have, you've made this uh, musical family. Speaking of which, you have a musical uh, son as well who's, who's quite famous for his composing and arranging. That I do. Uh, his name is Andrew. Uh, he, uh, he was a percussionist. Uh, he went through the Centerville schools and the Centerville band program while I was the director, so that was a lot of fun. And he became very involved in uh, composing and arranging. And when I retired in 2005, uh, he became the Centerville director for three years. Uh, and then after that, he decided that his passion is writing music. So uh, he now uh, makes his career at writing music, uh, arranging and composing, as I said. Uh, he still writes the marching band show. Uh, for Centerville High School and the indoor drumline show. Uh, and he writes for uh, marching bands all over the country, uh, indoor drumlines, indoor winds groups. Uh, and he's very, very involved in it. So that's been fun. Yeah, and having a creative life is, is uh, it's, it's fun to be able to find what you love and to be able to 
make money doing it. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's the dream that everyone has, right? (laughs) Right. What do they say? Do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life. Exactly. Does he live in this area as well? He does. He lives in the south side of Centerville uh, with his lovely wife who was in the color guard at Centerville, Kara, and uh, we have two grandchildren. Do they play band as well? Not yet. Uh, One's just uh, finishing third grade, the other finishing sixth grade. Uh, the sixth grader, Natalie, is very involved in, in dance. Uh, probably a good chance we'll see her in the color guard. And uh, Brady, going into fourth grade, hasn't quite decided yet. Yeah, for sure. They get the opportunity to decide. Um, so why does this place feel like home to you? Yeah. I've been here for so long. <laughs> it truly is uh, warm and cheerful. Centerville, I, I think the people are wonderful and funny. Some people know that, that phrase. Uh-huh. Um, some people don't. It used to be on signs as you entered. I think it entered still the town. is. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Interesting. And I, I found out a couple of years ago that that phrase was created by an ad guy who was a band parent in one of my early years. So, uh, but I, I think it's really true. It's uh, people are very friendly here. Uh, it's a great school system, a great great community, and uh, it was the right fit for me. Yeah, and the right fit for me too. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Any good, any other stories about um, your marching band uh, days at Centerville or time that you've spent here in Centerville? I'm I'm on Facebook now that I have retirement time uh-huh. to do that, and I uh, last count I think I have five or six hundred friends who are former students over 35 years, you have a lot of students, but it's, it's really fun to connect with them, uh, to follow their successes and see what they're doing. And every now and then uh, bump into a couple of them and a uh, few of them went into music and became band directors, that's exciting. A uh, few others are performing on other instruments. I uh, just talked with a trumpet player from the late 80s who now plays guitar. Uh, uh, in in various various groups, yeah, that is that is what is great about um, uh, the modern uh, social media. Has, it takes a lot of time uh, away from our other things, but it's also a great way to connect with yep. people that you don't normally. Well, thank you so much for your efforts in teaching, even today, still teaching um, the community about music and how to be better at it. Um, So I appreciate having the time to talk with you today and to share your story with the people of Centerville. Thank you very much. It's uh, always fun to talk about music, talk about band, talk about how those things uh, work in Centerville. I look forward to hearing some more. um, Is it the Springboro Symphony? Yes. I'll have to look them up and and see um, their concerts. Um, So thank you to... um, MVCC for helping to produce this podcast and also to my guest Wayne Markworth. If you have an interesting story about Centerville or Washington Township, please contact Centerville Washington History. Please also come visit our museums in Uptown Centerville Tuesday through Friday, 12 o'clock to 4 p.m. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and watch for upcoming events at centervillewashingtonhistory.org Thank you and goodbye. Bye.